Welcome to the Wedding Film Academy podcast, your go-to source for learning to create stunning wedding films and run a successful business. Here's your host, Lumix Luminary and wedding filmmaker, Jordan Bunch. Hey everybody, before we start this show, I just wanted to let y'all know that we have a new really amazing Facebook group going. So if you look for Wedding Film Academy Facebook group, join that group. Also, if you have other friends in the industry, go ahead and add them to the group as well. We're really trying to build something that's centered around the idea of encouragement and and building one another up. Uh, as well as giving others a a leg up when they need it. And so one of the things that we're doing is we're going to do pretty close to a weekly film critique. So if you hop on over to our website, weddingfilmacademy.org, you can actually enter in to potentially have your film live critiqued by us on the Facebook group. And we have uh, several, several dozen that have been submitted. So uh, we can't get to everybody's right away because we're only, only going to do one week and we're having a ton of submissions. But we would love for you to submit one of your films over at WeddingFilmAcademy.org. And then definitely make sure you join the Facebook group so that you can know when your film is going to be judged live. So hop on over to that Facebook group and we will see you there. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wedding Film Academy podcast. We are continuing our series all about corporate video. What is this? This is the Wedding Film Academy. You can't talk about corporate video, but we're still doing it because so many of us are either shooting a lot of corporate video or we want to be shooting more corporate video. And so I think this series is really important to... Uh, to running a successful business. It's really hard to run a business that is exclusively focused on weddings these days um, because there is so much competition. There's so many others doing some really amazing work. And so I think uh, having a a corporate side of what you do is, is super critical. And I have someone who I consider an expert in this field on with us today, Matt Davis. Matt has been on the show before. You may know him from the Studio Sherpas podcast if you're a listener there. If you're not, you should be because it's an incredible show. Um, it's one, it's the, it's probably the only other show that I faithfully listen to um, with, with religious vigor. Um, I love what they're doing over there. And I love what Matt's doing with his company. So Matt, thanks for coming on. Yeah, dude. I appreciate you having me on and I, I look up to you as well. Like, I think uh, going back to what you just said, um, I am not ashamed of being a, a wedding filmmaker <clears throat> in the sense that it's given me tools and, and, and resources to be able to be successful in the corporate realm. So uh, I am all about this this podcast episode and, and I you're going you're gonna to have to shut me off because I can talk all day about this. Awesome. Yeah, because wedding films allowed me to do what I'm doing in corporate in the corporate video realm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually just the last podcast. We had the Schweitzer film team on and that was one of the things that uh, we kind of kept going back to is how cutting your teeth in the world of weddings really can uh, really refine you in the fire in so many ways to make corporate video um, so much more doable so much easier in a lot of ways um but but let's talk about the just kind of big picture what you guys are up to so you are um co-owner of studio sherpas like we mentioned but you are also the owner of both life stage films and uh harvest work filmworks or harvest filmworks sorry yeah um and so talk to me about kind of big picture what you guys are doing in your studio. Our, our, so I've, I started LifeStage uh, back in 2006, and we've always done corporate stuff. You know, people hear about us. And, you know, with weddings, the more higher end you get, because you know, that's that's where we went. Like when I started weddings, I was like, I don't want to shake someone's hand and be like, oh, I'm a wedding filmmaker like I, or a wedding videographer. Like I wanted to do stuff that inspired me. And so honestly, that that meant like, going after the folks that could afford us and, and doing stuff where we travel and, and, uh, you know, my main markets, the Carolinas, but we travel all over the place. But 
even back then we were doing corporate stuff because people would find out about us. Hey, can you film this and this and this? But with LifeStage, it just didn't make sense. I was like, yeah, we can do it. Um, but when we started getting serious about it, it was like, well, all of the stuff on our website was weddings. And so it was very confusing to a lot of people, especially like the dads that are CEOs that would contact us like, hey, let's I got I got this company. Let's make a video. And, and they didn't really see any kind of samples or what we could do. And so a long time ago, we decided um, let's separate it. So our but still our main bread and butter is weddings. Um, that's going Every year, I decide to do less and less weddings. I have teams just like you, Jordan. I couldn't, I couldn't do what I do without my team. However, uh, we're doing less and less weddings and doing more and more corporate, and that's a, it's a fun struggle. It's, it's a, it's a good transition to have. Um, but we separated our brands uh, five, five years ago, and so um, Harvest Filmworks uh, is focused on. Um, videos for businesses, brands, organizations, things like that. And I can tell you more about that in a minute. We've kind of laser focused on what we really want to do. Uh, it's not just video for all people. And yeah, we can do video like that. That was a big mistake I made a long time ago. It's just saying, yeah, mm -hmm. we can do video. Sure. We can, we can make a video for you. Um, so big picture, uh, still weddings, our names out there. Life stage is still doing a lot of stuff, but I'm trying to do less and less and raising our mm -hmm. prices, getting, getting told no a lot, uh, which is fine with me. Um, yeah. and, and getting back to the basics of just, um, focused on, on making quality films instead of like the quantity. Uh, I got kind of stuck in that for a little bit and it was great, uh, money wise, but inspiring us to do stuff that we love to do. We kind of lost ourselves and I, uh, we're getting back to doing more corporate work. So that's what we're focused on big picture. Yeah. Awesome. So Talk to me about the the narrow focus then, because I think that's something that is a contrast to what most people would talk about in our industry is, you know, I want to say yes as much as possible um, to be able to bring in more income, to be able to branch out into new things. I just want to constantly be saying yes as much as I can. So you've taken that approach in the past and have now said, I'm going to narrow my focus in on just the stuff that we really want to do. Talk to me about that mindset, uh, that mindset shift and what you're doing to, um, to, uh, to, I mean, just, just to, to be able to make that shift in general. I think that's, that's a really challenging thing to be able to turn down jobs that are in your wheelhouse that you could do that would generate income for your company. Um, so what does that mindset mindset shift look like? Well, there's two things that I want to say, and there, there is a, there is a, a necessity in all of us. I mean, I'm not going to say that I, we, there's low hanging fruit that we can all get and we have to pay the bills that all of us have to make sure we keep the lights on. Don't, don't hear me wrong here. Like there's stuff that we do that we just sometimes have to do and that's okay. However, um, big picture wise, we, we learned a long time ago, I guess when I started doing corporate video, I got overwhelmed. Uh, it was very overwhelming to be like, okay, sure. We can do video. We've got, we've got the team available. We can go out and shoot commercials or what do we, what do we do? Like, what are we shooting? And so, you know, with corporate video, you can go out and knock on doors every day of the week. You can, you can contact people. It's different from weddings because weddings kind of have to, to come to you either via referral or networking or, you know, they, they, they come to you. You can't just go find brides. Right. Um, and so for right, us, right. corporate video was like, okay, we, we can find work, but it was very overwhelming because businesses are everywhere and there's small businesses, there's large businesses, there's companies that have 500 people that work for them. And, and there's ad agencies, there's marketing team, there, everything is out there. And so it was very overwhelming. And what, what I learned from weddings uh, there's an exercise that we did and this is part of our, I mean, I, this is not a, uh, shameless plug here, but you know, with our Sherpa's course, part of the exercise is like finding your niche, like finding who, who it is that you want to work for. And so there's an exercise that everyone should do is taking a notepad and, and saying like, what are your, who are your ideal clients? Who do you want to work for? What makes you come alive? What makes you not feel like it's to work? Um, what kind of companies are you attracted to? What brands and organizations 
do you loathe? Like, what is it that makes you sick to your stomach? Like, I don't ever want to do that. So writing that stuff down is very cathartic and it helps us kind of narrow down what we want to do. And when we did that, we realized because of weddings, um, because all of us that shoot weddings, uh, we know how to film moments human we, we, we can humanize things we, we know how to humanize an event uh, we, we can get down to the heart of things and honestly that's what we do at harvest filmworks we that's our mission like we we want to humanize brands and businesses um and that for us came down to laser focused uh laser focusing on recruiting videos so we do we do in-house mm -hmm. videos for companies that want to recruit so we've teamed up in the past with like career builder or, you know, we, we want to make videos that they put on their site that show how awesome it is to work for this large company. And we did that because not only do they have the money, but it's fun to learn about industries. We, mm -hmm. we get to film. I mean, geez, we filmed like a tower climbing, like a cell tower company, SBA and down in Alabama last year. We get to film with our drone and we get to film, you know, how awesome it is to work and how grueling it is to be trained to to climb a 2000 foot tower to fix a cell phone tower. It's like stuff like that um, makes me happy because we're filming stuff that we had no idea uh, mm -hmm. existed, but we're also telling stories and that's what we did with weddings. And so we learned a long time ago, maybe three years ago, like, oh my gosh, recruiting videos, like brand films. We don't do TV commercials. We don't do this stuff. And, you know, we don't do like, instructional videos honestly if we have to we can but we're going to charge a premium for it and they can't afford us mm -hmm. so it's just because it's not what we want to do and and so recruiting videos for us is our niche that doesn't have to be yours if you're listening but that's what makes us come alive and that's helped alleviate a lot of the stress and anxiety of like oh my gosh where do we find work because now we know what we're looking for and we can go out and find out oh my gosh do you not have one here check out check out this stuff and let's let's talk and so we have a, we can we can make a list of people that we know don't have video or we, we have contacts that we can, you know, we team up with agencies that that help recruit people to work for these companies. And we say, hey, do they need video? That's how we've been able to find success. And, and mm -hmm. it's fun. Yeah, I love that. We actually were talking quite a bit about that in the, the podcast with the Spicers as well, is that's sort of this overlooked area of, you know, recruiting videos some of these big companies have massive budgets to try to recruit the right talent because there's a lack of, of good talent that's out there searching right now for different positions. And so it's, uh, it's, it's a, well, to use your name, it's, it's a great harvest for those companies to be able to, to, you know, put something out there that brings them the kind of talent that they need. That's something that's worth investing in. So, Talk to me a little bit more about how you came to the conclusion that that was what made you come most alive. I think that's a really important, such an important question for so many people is, uh, and finding, and finding satisfaction in their work is just answering that question of what makes me come alive? Because when we can do that, that's when we really get to that sort of, uh, that special place where, it really is just a dream to go to work. And I think that that's the reason why we all got into film in the first place is because we, we sort of imagined this certain life that we could have where we're getting to, to film special things. But it's, it's hard when you're just trying to make ends meet, when you're just doing the grind to be able to stop and reflect and try to figure out what am I doing that really makes me come alive and what am I doing that puts me into a dark place that I hate my life. I hate what I'm doing here. What was your process of coming to a conclusion of figuring out like, Hey, it's, it's all about recruiting videos for us. That's what we love to do. I, I, I gotta be really brutal and honest here about myself too. But like when you look out, you know, when you're, when you're comparing yourself to people out there, I mean, we're, we're a small community, like it's, it's getting smaller and smaller because the internet connects us all. You can see people's work. You know, when I look at Joe Simon's, you know, right. It's like his demo reel. It's like, Oh my gosh, I can't do that. Like I'm not that talented. And, and that's okay to say, because I'm not, I, I know that I'm not seeking and I, I don't really, 
I'm not seeking the Nike or the Jordan brand or, you know, I'm not seeking like some big company to make some, some eye candy for them. Cause I know that that's really not me. What I come alive with is, is listening to people and talking to people and hearing mm -hmm. their story and sitting down one-on-one -on -one interviews. Like it's, it's, it's a step forward from what I used to do. You know, we all can do talking heads. That's great. We know how to light it. We know how to shoot it. But sitting there and engaging with someone and actually asking them the right questions and hearing them come alive makes me come alive. Like mm -hmm. interviewing people about why they love to work at this place or what this industry is all about. You know, for instance, we did a trucking video up in Ohio, uh, a branding film and a, and a recruiting film for a trucking company, Falcon, Falcon Trucking. Um, I don't know anything about trucking. But you know yeah, what? Yeah. When I'm sitting there across, across the seat from a 50-year-old lady that – um, is trying to make ends meet, but she gets to go on the road four days a week and she doesn't get sleep and she, she's a chain smoker, but she loves her job and she gets to see people and see new places and travel the country. It, it I ask questions that like, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm legitimately engaged. I'm like, wait, wait a second. How do you do this? Like, what, what if you have to stop here and, and just learning about industries and learning about people those stories, when they, when they hear me engaging them, like I can see them light up and, and, mm -hmm. and just that that's fun. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really fun to hear other people's stories. And when we can put that into a film that makes a company look, well, show how fun it is to be there and work there and to be part of a team, it makes us feel that we are doing something important, which we are like, we're, we're letting people know like, Hey, this is a good company to work for. Um, and that, that's fun. Like, and then I get to film, I get to still have a camera in my hand. I get to go film B roll and get people interacting at this place. And I get to jump in a truck and get some aerial stuff of the truck driving down the interstate. It, it still is being, it's being creative. It's still, you know, touching that creative nerve that I have, but I just know that that's where we thrive um, because mm -hmm. we learned to do that a long time ago with weddings and, and listening to people. Um, and, finding moments that no one else is watching. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for, like you said, you know, you learn to do that in weddings. That's one of the signs of a great wedding filmmaker is someone who can draw something out. They can draw emotion out of people. Um, you know, it's one of the things that when I watch the people who I consider masters of story within the wedding world, um, I, I imagine they must be great interviewers. Um, they must be great at, um, you know, asking the right questions that, that draw emotion out of people. And not to say we necessarily always do interviews because I know not a lot of people are doing that anymore, although some are doing it with excellence. Um, but there's still those moments. No, sorry. I've never done interviews at weddings, but being able to blend in and become invisible and friends and just kind of be authentic is what's very important to doing. Well, for us, we don't do, we don't do interviews at weddings, but what we do is I will have a conversation with them beforehand that helps to draw that stuff out so that, um, you know, we're able to shoot the stuff that we want to, we're able to have the audio content that we want to tell a compelling story because, we, uh, we adduced that out of them before the wedding day. Um, but I, I also see people like the Pendergrass who will interview people on a wedding day. Um, and they're drawing forth amazing content because they're asking the right questions. And, uh, there's a huge payoff for that too. So, um, so that's excellent. I think that recognizing that that's so important is so many people are not recognizing those other things that are not necessarily so closely tied to filmmaking, like your genuine curiosity of other industries, your, uh, your desire to hear people's stories and your ability to be sort of like a good coach with them to, to draw out the best in them. That's something you recognize. that's not, um, so immediately thought of when we think of filmmaking, but you've, you identified that and then made that sort of your specialty. So I think that's really cool. 
Well, I would also say if you're listening, like if that's not you, like if it's if that's not your forte of like talking to people and, you know, being fun and genuine and friendly and just getting to know people. Some people are very, very introverted. I am not. I am the opposite of that. I, I love getting to know people. Um, but if that's if, if you are scared to death, like, oh, my gosh, like, Matt, you're not making any sense to me. Uh, OK, you guys, you guys are crazy. Find someone that is good. Like, for, for instance, my my main DP um, he hates talking to people. He is a very, <laughs> he, he doesn't like to, he doesn't like people and just in general, he just doesn't like people, but he's very talented with a camera in his hand. So we know our roles. We know the driver's seat that he's supposed to be in. And so, uh, if that's you have the camera in your hand, be that person, but find someone that can draw honesty out of people, because that's what, that's what makes videos compelling is, is when you feel like it's real. Uh, you don't want to have anything staged or, you know, sometimes we do, and I'm, I'm, I might jump all over the place here, but yeah, sometimes we have like teleprompters. That's fine because there's a, there's a thing that we do for low hanging fruit that we just do 60 second explainer videos for companies and we can write a script for them. They can read it off a teleprompter and we can make them look good and sound good. And they have it for their website. Um, we do that. That's, that's an easy, you know, thousand bucks uh, yep, yep. if we, if we need it. Um, we do that when we know we, our pipeline is getting dry and we will we'll do that. And Jordan is all about that. Uh, my other DP, his name is Jordan. Um, but I, we know that like there's certain roles that we need to have. And for me, um, like my team is all over the place. I have people in Charlotte and Raleigh and Charleston that I can call up that are way better at things than I am. So for me, my I love being the director. I love having a vision. But as much as I love having a camera in my hand, I'm not the best person for that. I have people that I can call on that are not my, that are not my staff. They're, they're contractors. So if you're like, well, where do I don't have a staff? I just, it's just me. Like I've learned, I learned a long time ago, calling on people that might even be your competition to help you with corporate work. There is no competition. There's plenty. There, it's, you need to, you need to come together. And, and, and if there's someone that you know, that's a better shooter than you call them up and help, let, let them help you. And that's yeah. what we do. Um, it's all contract based. You know, if we have a job, I'll, I'll put a crew together from all over the place. And when we have beers after it's, it's great. And, and it's, it works out because I know what my role is and I know what their role is and they know what their role is. And if I did everything, if I did the shooting and the editing and the directing and the interviewing, it would be awful. It would be terrible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially in this world of corporate video collaboration is critical. Talk to me about how you came to that conclusion. Did you, did you come to that conclusion through failure on your own or did you, did you learn, uh, learn the easy way? Talk to me about that. I've kind of gone through an evolution with my business uh, and you, you're the same way. I mean, you have staff, my, my main staff right now are just editors because I know that editing is not something I should be doing. Um, I still love it. I'm, I'm kind of sharpening my saw again, just cause I, I kind of forgot how to do it. And so it's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to do this again just cause I want to. But if right. that was my job in the business, like nothing would ever get done because I don't need to be sitting there in front of a computer. Uh, editing all day. And so my main staff are editors. Uh, I do all the sales. I do all the directing and the scheduling and the, 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 you know, the pre-production, all that stuff. I have a, I have an admin, like a studio manager as well. Um, but I learned a long time ago, like it was very overwhelming when we started doing corporate work. I tried to do everything myself. I tried to do this, you know, the booking. Okay, great. I got the job. I'll go out there and shoot it and light it. And and you know what? I lost the contact with the client when I'm sitting there setting up everything, when I'm setting up the cameras, when I'm doing the lights, I'm not talking to the client. I'm, I'm doing something that someone else could very well be doing and I'm not creating a relationship before the shoot even starts. Mm -hmm. And so I learned, I learned that the hard way. Um, but I also learned there's people that have been doing this a long, longer than I have that are way more talented and I would rather them light like, yeah, I, Jordan, I, I know how to light a scene, but this guy knows how to light it a lot better. And so I'm going to let him do it. I'm going to keep talking to the client. Um, they're, they're going to set up the cameras over there. They're, they know what to do. I don't have to, to ask them questions. They, they are the experts at that. And I learned a long time ago too, like having a gaffer, like having someone that knows electrical stuff can, <laughs> can save a life. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, we're trying to plug in stuff, you know, into these outlets at these homes or this, and we don't even know 
I don't know that stuff. Like that's not something that was ever in my wheelhouse of knowing how much you can plug into this thing before the, uh, the fuse box blows. And um, so having people that are knowledgeable about that has saved us time and time again. And so mm -hmm. I just learned to trust other people that are way better at stuff than I am. Yeah. Man, I think that's huge. Is running your business taking away from the time that you have to make better wedding films? Do you feel disorganized? What happens when a hot lead goes cold after your first email response? Do you have a system in place to stay in contact with them? Do you find yourself asking, where was that bride's phone number again? And have they paid their invoice or not? Which package do they get and what are their deliverables? How organized are your financial records when it comes to tax time? Wouldn't it be awesome if you could afford forty dollars or $50,000 to pay someone to take care of all this extra stuff for you? I've got an idea. How about you sign up for 17 hats and pay just $300 a year to let their amazing online software take care of all of this for you? Before I got 17 hats, I was buried in a sea of unorganized emails, spreadsheets, bank statements, receipts, sticky notes, Google Docs, and more. I was letting hot leaves go cold because I couldn't remember who to stay in contact with. I was spending weeks trying to get my tax records organized for my accountant. It was awful. And now I pay 17 hats, just $300 a year, and they do all of that for me. It's like having a full-time assistant working around the clock on your business, making sure that everything is organized, invoices are paid on time, and making you look like a real pro to your clients. And now, 17 Hats is giving you an amazing offer. When you use the link at the top of our website, weddingfilmacademy.org, you'll get 15% off the list price, and it's a great way for you to help keep us making great content each week for you. If you want to learn more about 17 Hats, go back in the archives and listen to the podcast that we did with them. We actually got to chat with the CEO and one of the VPs of 17 Hats for an hour. So definitely go back and listen to that podcast as well if you want to learn more. Thanks a ton. Let's get back to the show. So <clears throat> when, you're, when you're thinking about a job and who you're going to bring on one of these corporate jobs and you're bidding the job, Talk to me about that process because for so many people who are used to doing all of these roles themselves, thinking about hiring individuals out to do these things just sounds like either cost prohibitive or just taking all the money out of my pocket. Talk to me about your, your mindset process when you're bidding a job and you're thinking about the crew that it's going to take to get the job done. Most of us don't know what we're charging. Like we don't know. We, we just pick a number out of thin air. And so for the longest time I was thinking, yeah, I charge this much for weddings. Yeah, we can do this video for you for this corporate film for 5000 Sure. And that may be great money for some people. But when you add up all the stuff that it takes to make it happen, you're not making any money. And so we have a spreadsheet. Uh, we call it the budget maximizer. Like it, that's what we do for Sherpas. But it's a spread. It's it's a it's a Google Doc. It's a spreadsheet. And I'm able to have different versions of it, and I'm able to plug in different. You know, uh, I know Joey's this much as a DP. Joey uh, costs this much per day. Michael Christinger costs this much per day. You know, if I'm going to call someone else, it's going to be two thousand per day. It's I have these different things that I know how much they're going to cost, and I also have a profit margin, so I can add up all this stuff. And I know when I talk to the client beforehand, I, we have a we have a call uh, to figure out if we're even in their budget. Uh, one of the things that you know we try to figure out is like, are we even in? Do you even have a budget? Like, what is your budget? And that's right, mine right. to ask somebody. Um, because what I've learned is the, the better our films get obviously the more you're going to charge and it's not worth 5,000. It's, it's more in the 10 to $15,000 range. And sometimes we've been able to like give them the top, top option and they've done it for 37,000. Like, don't be afraid to like charge what you think you're charge, what you're worth. And, and if you're not adding up your costs and knowing, you know what, I want to make 40% profit on this. Um, a lot, a lot of us are just very good creatives, but we're terrible on the business side of things. And so we're just adding up what's, what it's going to cost. And then we're calling it a day. So you're basically paying other people's bills. You're paying your bills. You're paying the, you know, you're paying for the lights to stay on, but you're not putting biz money back in your business. You're not able to charge and, and upgrade your gear, upgrade, whatever. You're not adding in profit. And that's where a lot of us make the mistake of just picking a number out of thin air 
And so I know this stuff before I talk to a client. So I know I'll talk to them. What, what does this entail? How many days? Like, what are we thinking here? Here's my thoughts. What do you think? And then I'll, I'll plug it into this, to this spreadsheet and you guys can make your own spreadsheet. We, we have one, but you can just make a spreadsheet, make something that, um, that makes sense to you guys. But knowing that stuff ahead of time will allow you to feel confident when you show up for a job um, and feel like you're making money and charging what you're worth. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, you mentioned this in that last answer, the idea of asking a potential client what their budget's like. I know that that's, that's a question we always ask with, with any one of these jobs is what, the, what is the budget? And sometimes before we can even get that question out, we get some sort of question like, you know, hey, you know, I want to do this. What does that cost me? And, you know, it's such a hard question to answer because like you mentioned, there's there's tiers of what, what that can cost you because it depends on how good you want this thing to be. You know, it depends on what your goals are for this. Um, and... Uh, you know, and what sort of team we're going to put together based off of, uh, you know, ba- based off of what it is that your goals are and, and what your budget looks like. So, so when you have, uh, when you have people like that, or you, you ask the question, what's your budget? And, and the answer comes back something to the effect of, oh, I don't know. I have no idea how much video costs. How do you approach a conversation from that place? Good question. Um, I assume you get that response. Yeah, quite a bit. yeah. I mean, here, here's here's the good thing about having a phone call before you actually go into like getting excited about a job. A lot of times, people will call you that are just gophers. They're just price shopping. They're they're working for the company or the agency or the whatever. They're just they're just gathering prices. They're gathering information, and that's really not a good fit for us. Like we know that that's probably not going to work out, and so. Uh, even just knowing like who the decision makers are when that happens is crucial. You can say, Hey, Oh, are you, are you, are you the project manager for this? Are you whatever? Like, no, I'm just, uh, we're just trying to find out, find out some prices. And when I hear that, I'm like, okay, I get it. Um, so when that happens, the, the benefit to having a niche, like for us going back to what I said about, you know, recruiting videos, just like weddings, I have a template. Like I know what it costs. I know what it takes to do what we need to do. It's going to be two to three days, two days mainly. If three days are needed, sometimes that's great. If we're traveling, whatever, that's an extra. We can we can plug that in. That's fine. But I know, I know what it takes to make a recruiting video, like a branding film as well, because we've done it many, many times. We just know what it does. And so I can say, you know, our, our films in the past have been between ten and 15,000. Um, you know, we can do something for 5,000. And this is something I learned from Ryan Coral, my co-Sherpa. Uh, I totally learned this from him. So I'm giving him the credit. Um, he, it's a simple question, but it's like, yeah, we can do this for 5,000 or we can do it for 50,000. Like it, you just got to tell me what, what your budget is. And like, oh, no, 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 50,000, no way. Okay, what, 20,000? Right. Yeah, I mean, we were thinking around 15. Cool, great. Like it's, it's just an easy way for, it's not a, it, it shouldn't be scary to ask that. At first right. it was, but if, if people don't know what it costs, then you can tell them like, yeah, we can do this for this much or we can do it for this much. You have to tell me what you guys need and, yeah. and they'll, they'll start spilling. They'll, they'll tell you, oh gosh, well, we weren't, we were thinking around 2000. Oh, so you do have a budget. Like you, you did have right. an idea. Well, we're not the right, you know, we, I don't say, you know, screw you, get out of here. But I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? Um, that's not something we can afford to do for you, but here's, here's somebody down the road. They might be able to help you. Um, people, people know their budget. They're, they're just price shopping really doesn't it for us. When we seek out clients, like when we go and say, Hey, looks like you guys don't have video. Can we talk? Um, and we can show them like the benefits and the pain that they're like the pain that they're feeling like with not having video. Again, I've said this in a lot of my seminars in the past, like being a doctor of video, like diagnosing pain, like when they see that price is not an issue. Like when they, when they understand that, like they're missing out on something, um, 5,000 becomes 20,000. 
you know, when they see yeah. like, oh my gosh, like this is what we really need, especially larger companies, which is what we're trying to target. Um, I learned a long time ago, the, the local orthodontist and the dentist office and the insurance company, they don't have like the real estate agents. Like we, we try doing aerial stuff. That's fine for most people. We haven't found success. Let me know how, how you are. But most of those real estate agents want to keep the money to themselves. And so we're like, okay, that's not something we're going to pursue. Um, but large companies have marketing budgets and having a video um, is, is part of that budget. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the sort of mindset shifts that we have to take when we're approaching these companies is maybe you're in the mindset of, um, of a wedding filmmaker where you're producing something for a client that is explicitly a luxury. You know, a, a great wedding film is nothing but a luxury. And it's, it's an important one for so many people, I think. Um, you know, that's why we're so passionate about it. We love telling those stories, but the truth of the matter is dollars and cents. It's a luxury item. Um, whereas a video for a company is an investment in their future. It's a financial investment that they anticipate, um, having a gain on, you know, whatever we produce for them is going to make them money if it's if it's done right, if it's put in the right places, it's, it's going to increase their bottom line. And I think it's so important that we, when we're having those conversations, that we um, have that in our mind because if we're sort of having the, the mindset of, of wedding video, we're thinking about it as if it's a luxury and that's going to really shape the conversation that we have. Um, in a way that it doesn't need to shape it, right? Because we need to be thinking about, you know, hey, if they invest $20,000 into this, they're probably going to have two, $200,000, $2 million coming back at them because they invested this $20,000 in this video. And and I think that can give you a different level of, of confidence when you're having those conversations, well, here and and if this if this st sounds scary to anybody, like twenty thousand, okay, come on, guys, get real. Like that's that is real. Like companies have way bigger budgets than families do for wedding. Like it's just a different animal. It's a different it's a different world with corporate film, and so it's it's a wide open space. And so, but let me let me back it up for those of you that are like, okay, I'm I can't do that. I that sounds great, guys, but there is low-hanging fruit. I talked about low-hanging fruit earlier. For us, a way for us to get in the foot, like get our foot in the door, and this is this is true for anyone listening. Think about the power of video. Think about where video is going. Freaking Instagram just came up with Instagram TV and all this stuff and Facebook ads and um, Facebook banners have video now. So what we do, if, if you're struggling, like if you're like, oh, my gosh, I need to have some some small jobs to keep me going. This is what we do, and this has worked for us in the past for larger companies. We'll say, hey, do you need a Facebook video, like a, vi a, a banner video? Like we can come in for, for four hours and just film some B-roll. Uh, we do this for breweries. We do this for like local shops. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's if you want to charge 500 bucks, if you want to charge 200 bucks, if, if you need the money, it's a way for you to get your foot in the door. And I'm not saying this because uh, I, I don't think you should be charging 200 bucks. I'm just saying it's a way for you to get connected with companies. If you need the money, you got a camera. Like you, you can make stuff for for people that are on social media. Right now, we're offering like web series. So like um, companies want to have like interaction. So we're offering now like a five part web series. If you guys have like, like uh, if a company needs like web content, like we're doing web series for them, and we we have a template for it. We this is what we do. We can interview guys. We can, we can come in and you can put it out. You can drip it with your ad campaigns or your email campaigns. Like that's stuff that's easy. And then they trust you and they want you to come back for more and you can make a bigger film. So yeah. stuff like that, Instagram videos, like think outside the box, like think, stuff like that that you can get your foot in the door with has been successful for us. Even if it's not lucrative, it's getting our foot in the door and it's, it's led to larger jobs. Yeah. Absolutely. And for those companies, you know, it's the kind of thing where 
building relationships with small business owners can be a snowball for you. You know, it's because each of those small business owners is connected to another 10, 20, 100 other small business owners. And just having a relationship with one of them can lead to other relationships with so many more. And, you know, I'm sure that the, the breweries and whoever else you're working for making these little banner videos for are absolutely thrilled with what you've done. They feel like it has, um, given them, uh, you know, it's put them in front of more eyes. It's, it's put a more professional face on what they do. It's brought people into their small business and they're proud of those videos and when they're proud of those things, they're going to share them with their friends. They're going to share them with their, um, you know, with other small business owners who they're, they're in relationship with. And it is going to snowball like that and get you more of those, um, those jobs that maybe there is a little bit more of a budget for it. But I love that idea of, um, you know, if you're, if you're not in a place where the work is, uh, the work or, or whatever else is sort of the barrier for you is at a place where you can go in and bid a job at $20,000. You can still approach businesses and sort of get your foot in the door of corporate video and begin to build a reel um, that that's going to be something that you're proud of by, by collecting, you know, $500 at a time for Facebook banner videos and, you know, Instagram stories, you know, don't be a snob. Turn your turn your camera the other way every once in a while, and who knows what that what that can do for you. So, uh, I think it's a great way to sort of think outside the box and, and approach these companies. So, tell me about what you're doing to approach these videos. I know that you're not just sort of sitting back and whatever comes to me comes to me, and you know the world will bring me what I need. Tell me what you're doing to pursue these jobs. Well, I got stuck. Um, well, let me be perfectly honest. Um, even with Studio Sherpas, like I focused so much on Sherpas that I let my pipeline come to a halt because I was so mm-hmm. focused on that. And so Ryan and I, uh, you know, he was in, in a better place to just kind of keep Sherpas going. And I was like, you know, want to stay friends and you know stuff like that. So backstory there. Um, when I when I focused more on that, I let my corporate video business go. And I, and I learned the hard way, like, oh my gosh, you have to keep your pipeline going and, and expect, like, you can't expect things to come to you. Uh, if your pipeline's dry now, it's going to be dry in six months. If it's, if it's full now, you still have to keep your pipeline going so that when you're not busy, you still have stuff coming in. So say you're uber busy right now, you still have to go out and find new clients so that in six months, because corporate stuff takes a while. It's not like they just book immediately. Uh, they take a while. Oh my gosh, we'll have some more money in quarter three. You know, Oh, by the beginning of the year, we can probably have some budget for this. You have to plant seeds. And that's something that I learned the hard way. Like, Oh man, I haven't been planting seeds. So, uh, I I don't mind being honest about that. And so for us, when I say like, yeah, we have to go get some low hanging fruit. Sometimes that's necessary. And then sometimes when you know what you're trying to go look for, for instance, with us, with recruiting videos and branding films, I know my ideal client and I can call, I can call them and contact them and I can seek them out. But if you don't know who they are, you're just going to sit there twiddling your thumbs wondering like, Oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming. I don't know where to look. Um, so you have to do that exercise first, but you know, based on the beginning of the conversation, you have to know what you want to shoot, what you want to tell and, and what kind of stories you want to promote, um, and, and attract with us, with the brewing stuff, we love beer. Like we were like, Oh, we love beer. Let's go film. There's a bunch of breweries popping up in town. So that's why we did that. It was easy. We film people hanging out. We get to go have some beer and film it. You know, it's, it's an easy job, but it also led us to, um, this one job. So pallet is right across the street from us, from our office. We filmed some B roll for them. You know, we did some stuff for them. They put it in their newsletter, put it on the, on their site. Um, but the main guy, the guy that owns it, knows other business owners in town. Like that connect, he connected us to other people. All you have to do is ask. One of our main clients is a construction company. They play golf together. Like he plays golf with three other people in town. That uh, so John Monteith. I, I just asked him, like, hey, anybody else you know in town that needs a video like we made for you? 
It's a simple mm. question. Just ask. If you have clients that you've already served, call them up and be like, hey, you like your video? Anybody else that needs something like this? Is there is there a name that you can think of? He he referred us to a rail car company in town that's like making news and making headway. Um, they go to like the local moose lodge. I don't know what they do, like local whatever networking thing that they do. But we got connected and we made a film for them that was an extra 8,000 bucks for us that we wouldn't have had if we just didn't ask. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because people people love, especially business owners, love to be that networker, to be that person who's who's giving the referral. Um, you know, that's why they, they join networking communities. They join the Chamber of Commerce because they love that aspect of it. They love being connected with other people who are like-minded, who they can, um, who they can relate to because sometimes as an entrepreneur, it's just difficult to relate to people who, you know, just have a nine to five job. So they're well connected with these other people and they're eager to do it, but sometimes it's just not on the forefront of their mind. So I think that's, if you take nothing else, you know, just ask your previous clients who else they know that that would love a video like what you did for them i think that's i think that's really wonderful um so in terms of 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 building those relationships when you're let, let's sort of put ourselves in the shoes of a wedding filmmaker who is um really not done done anything in the corporate world is that going to be the first place you recommend them to do is to sort of start to take that low hanging fruit um, or, or what's kind of your recommendation there? Yeah. I mean, we all have a skill set. If you, if you're shooting weddings or, I mean, if you're a video producer, you know how to use your camera, you know how you have skills that other people don't have. Um, and yeah, if you're overwhelmed, low hanging fruit is easy to get. Like it's, it's, it, it takes you down a level and it makes you not anxious about, when I first started, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have a demo reel. I don't have like stuff to show. Like, I don't, what am I going to do? Like, who am I? Uh, it's, it's very overwhelming when you start comparing yourself to other people, which again, I told you not to, um, because I learned what we were good at and what we love to do. And that's what we want to focus on. So I stopped looking at fancy smancy demo reels and sexy sizzle reels and stuff like that. That's just really not, we have our own demo reel. We, we have a great one, but it shows like what we, want to attract. And so if you don't have anything, go out, shoot some stuff, show people what you want to do so that you can start attracting like stuff that you, that makes you come alive. And so for us, it was companies that have a story to tell, like we love it. And that's everywhere. That's not just in North Carolina. I can go to Texas. I can go to California and do it. You know what? I have a template. Uh, what we started doing is like, now that we are niche oriented, like we know that we can uh, make a branding film for a commercial construction company. That's we've done this multiple times now because John Monteith referred us to this company and we've, we've done multiple commercial construction branding films. I can go, I can contact a company in Missouri if I wanted to and say, Hey, you know what? You guys need this. Check this out. Uh, the sky's the limit. As long as you are doing what you love to do, like I'll, I will go any, I can go anywhere now. Weddings. That's not the case. Like you have to let them come to you sometimes. And so for this, we know what we want. And now it's not just our local market. We can go anywhere we want to. And if you get really laser focused, if you say you love, like for instance, we've done a couple, this sounds crazy, but we've done a couple um, attorney films. But in the sense that it's not the, we took the stance of like, it's not the commercial where it's like, we want to represent you. Like you, you yeah. get your... Like we took a, a humanizing stance and like say, you know what? People are hurting. Like people are going through stuff. And, and it goes back to I've, I've gone through that. Like I've gone through legal stuff. And so there's a part of me that's like, I want to tell a story so that families or whoever individuals, when they go to this site and they, they see this company, like they understand what they're all about on a human level, not on a legal mm. level. Yeah. So, and that's a silly example, but you know what? I can go anywhere now and promote attorney films not just here, but anywhere. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Well, Matt, I know you need to go. So I'm just so thankful that you came on, that you, um, shared your knowledge, your wisdom, uh, with our audience. I think this is a wonderful conversation. Uh, so yeah, thanks a ton, man.
Dude, it's fun. I, you kind of had to shut me up. I kind of ramble sometimes, but hopefully this was valuable and um, uh, I'm an open book. So I guess we're hanging Absolutely. out soon. We're going to be hanging out in Mexico next year, right? We're going to... Yeah, dude. Pumped. Yeah. For the uh, the wedding film retreat that uh, the Pendergrafts are putting on. So if, I think there's probably still a couple of spots. Last time I heard Sarah mention it, there was a couple of spots left. So definitely check that out. Wedding film retreat. Um and Matt, is there anywhere else that you want to point people besides the Studio Sherpas podcast or the Studio Sherpas website? Uh, no, I mean, if, if, if folks have no process, if you don't have a process for getting corporate work, uh, Ryan and I have created a course um, called Selling Like a Sherpa. You can find it at studiosherpas.com. Um, but it, it's a four module course. It's an online course, video course with uh, tons of documents, you know, stuff that we're giving you guys uh, part of our process, even the budget maximizer, the, the spreadsheet contracts, you know, emails, stuff like that. Um, scripts for talking to, co- you know, corporations and, and new clients, but it, it really helps you kind of define your ideal clients. Like I talked about, help you got helps guide you through the selling process, like face-to-face meetings, what we call the ascend method proposals and budgeting and and sending contracts things like that and then helping hold hands through the whole process that's what the course is about so if you're stressed out or you're like oh my gosh i don't even know how to approach corporations or large companies or corporate video that's the course you guys need to check out and you can find it at studiosherpas.com the the podcast is awesome ryan's doing a good job lately of of getting people on that it's not just video people it's like business it's business oriented so it's it's the podcast is for people that are creative minded, but suck at the business side of things. So if that's you, uh, you're going to love it. Um, and, uh, yeah, life stage films is our wedding brand. And then harvestfilmworks.com is our corporate brand. Um, so yeah, that's, that's us. So check it out. Awesome. Thanks. Well, good luck on your shoot. Thanks dude. See you Jordan. The wedding film Academy podcast is produced by Taylor Juarez. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show and help us out by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. And when you're done, head on over to WeddingFilmAcademy.org to chat with our other wedding filmmakers like yourself in the comments section. Until next time, keep making movie magic.